0: Hi, hello, Ola, and Hello! Welcome to My Kids Think I'm Cool, but Podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie. An American Filipino mom Living in Denmark And my kids think I'm cool But This time I've been cool (laughs) Really cool this time I actually let my daughter Wear whatever she wants In the morning And also I will uh, finish my butt in the beginning because i realized that i actually talk a lot and i never get the word out at the end and i'm always rushing anyways uh, my butt is usually in the mornings are filled with arguments with my four-year-old daughter and it is always because of clothing and she likes to wear two different uh, pairs of socks uh, polka dots with stripes you name it she wears it and pick your battles right so now i actually let her wear whatever she wants of course, uh, weather appropriate, because in Denmark it gets cold and sometimes she just wants to wear shorts. So anyways, that's a, another argument with her. Uh, I have a small four-year-old that's actually a teenager. Anyways, let's get back to the episode. Um, this is episode five and oh, actually six. My bad. <laughs> I'm getting very mixed up on all my episodes. This is episode six, and I want to discuss about adapting in Denmark. And uh, adapting to the way of life from traditions to everyday life. For some people it's easy, but for others it's definitely not an easy transition. It takes years to adapt or they never adapt and end up moving home. Raising a family while you don't have close friends and family to help is extremely difficult. I am lucky I have my husband's family here and living in the same country and they help me out when they can. Other families here in Denmark rely on themselves to always look after the kids or if they have really good friends and they usually have uh, help each other, um, help their friends out or vice versa, their friends help them. So if you find friends here in Denmark, uh, they're very hard to come by. So keep them unless they end up moving home and you can always keep in touch with them. Anyways, adapting is It all depends on the person, of course. Uh, I thought about this episode because last week I was walking with my kids in heavy rain to their daycare. They were in the cozy stroller while I was drenched navigating through the rain. In Denmark, there's a saying, there's no bad weather, just bad clothes. It doesn't matter what kind of weather there is. Um, Outside, uh, you'll always get shit done if you wear the proper clothes. Now I run in the rain, I walk everywhere in the rain, or I ride my bike when I had one in rain. Bad weather doesn't stop me from getting things done anymore. In Los Angeles, this would be a completely different story. I would not walk in the rain. There's always good weather 300 days out of the year, so everyone or myself waits until the sun comes out or when the rain stops. If I wait in Denmark, I will never get anything done because it rains so much here. Another thing that was a major adapting moment for me was babies sleeping outside in their pram. It is completely normal in Denmark, but not in the US. My mom and friends thought I was crazy when I thought uh, when I told them that my kids slept outside for all their naps. Uh, of course, there were uh, prams here that are made for it, um, and also the kids are dressed properly uh, with warm gloves, warm clothes, hats, blankets. So they're nice and cozy in the uh, pram when it's freezing outside. Also, the colder the weather, I noticed they sleep way better and longer. Enough about me. I have a special I have a special guest. Sorry, this mic is uh, not doing it for me today. <laughs> I have a special guest. I want to intru- introduce you all to Ruth Mickelson. Ruth is from Florida, uh, USA and moved here to Denmark a couple years ago. I believe 2015 with her son and husband at the time. We'll be talking to her about her life in Denmark as an international parent, the difficulties... Also, some of the benefits of living here in Denmark uh, as a parent. Thank you for joining me. Uh, would you like to add anything into your introduction? Did I miss anything? No, I
1: think that was pretty good.
0: <laughs> okay, um, maybe want, you want to tell me a little bit. I know you told me you were going, you're back at school, but a little bit what you're doing professionally. Um, something interesting. Sure.
1: So I moved here in 2015. Yeah. So I've been here almost five and a half years. Um, when I first moved here, it was just going to Danish classes. Um, And then I started working for a Danish company as an American service coordinator. So I did that for a few years, but I'd been kind of teaching myself some, you know, Photoshop and coding stuff on the side. Um, So I got accepted to a two-year program. It's called an AP degree in multimedia design and communication. I finished that in June and I'm doing the top up. So you can do another year and a half um, in web development. Okay. So that's what I'm studying now, and it's pretty cool. I get um, SU from the government, so that's a huge help and something that's so different from getting an education back in the States.
0: Yeah, I when I heard about SU when I came here, I was like, what? You get paid to go to school? Yeah. You don't go in debt? <laughs> it's, it's so crazy that um, students benefit so much here in, in Denmark compared to the U.S.,
1: yeah, I, I don't think I would have gone back to school if I was in the U.S., and I think that's one of the biggest differences. Here, obviously, I'm not making as much as I would working a full-time job, um, and as kind of a parent, adult, going back to school and not being 20, that would be nice. But um, I'm so appreciative um, yeah, of this, this kind of opportunity. I yeah, assume.
0: Yeah, definitely going back to school here, they make it so uh, open for adult, younger people. Uh, there's 40, 50-year-olds going back to school yeah. um to get uh, top up like you said or uh, just to switch careers. It's
1: Yeah, it. And I think in you know in Denmark, um I think it's so important in like the job market, you have to have like the right degree for the right job. I think in the US you can you can kind of switch around a little bit more if you have these these skills or something. But here they really look at the degree. And I think if you plan on being here long-term, it's also nice to have like a a Danish degree in that way.
0: It shows commitment, I think, uh, to uh, the community and also to to the country. I'm adapting to this and this is... What I need to be here? Yeah. Great. Um, always the famous question that everyone asks, every foreigner, uh, how <laughs> did you end up here in Denmark?
1: <laughs> um, so I was living in Boston after I finished university um, in the U.S. And yeah, I met a Danish guy. So we got married. We had a baby. We lived in Florida for another year and a half before deciding to move to Denmark. Um, so we moved here and my son was a year and a half old, about then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Was it um, because he got a job here, or you just saw that the, the way of life with ki- children here in Denmark is much easier than in um, the, the, the well,
1: US? Well, kind of a combination. Mm-hmm. So he's Danish. He's from Aarhus. Yeah. So I think we, we hadn't decided, yeah, for sure, we were going to move to Denmark or stay in the US. But I wanted my son to be bilingual, and okay. I knew it would be easier for him to learn English living in Denmark yeah. than Danish in the US. And I just feel like it would be really good opportunities for him and for me. Yeah. Um so with my husband's uh, my husband at the time with his job he was able to like transfer back to Denmark. So it was pretty seamless in that yeah, way. Yeah.
0: That's that's really really good. Also with the the language uh that you wanted to help your son with the language and here in Denmark they have perfect English. It's so
1: good. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and you can get by not learning Danish here, which is, you know, a no-no you should at least learn the basic danish. Yeah. But it's it's crazy how good their english is. It's better than mine
1: sometimes. Yeah. Well, cuz I think you know we we learn how how people talk. They mm-hmm. learn gra- like the grammar the more properly. Grammar, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the same um with our danish we try to speak more gra- uh, grammatically.
1: Grammar- correct? They, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> correct versus just speaking. Yeah. So I think it's, it's uh, vice versa. And yeah. we don't do the slang Danish.
1: No, no. And <laughs> you is, know, well, I, it's probably the same for you. When I try to speak Danish, like nice and clear, no one understands me. And then when I'm like, oh, fuck it, and I'm just mumbling, everyone's like, oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> like,
0: are you uh, Yeah, <laughs> I get that. It's like, okay, I'll just try to say everything correct. And I'll start like, blah, blah, blah. they're like, yeah. yeah I'm that's like, yeah. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they're like, but that's how you should speak. I yeah. was like, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know, based on that, it's like I try to not think about it so much when I speak. Just try to get it, get the words out of my mouth. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I I think after seven years being here, I just speak, and they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I understand. And then if I if I think too much, it, they're like, what, What? Yeah. what I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, since you were able to kind of experience the U.S. Uh, with your son and your family at the time, and also in Denmark, how would you compare Denmark from the U.S. in regards of raising uh, a family? Well, uh, my son was so
1: little, and we, well, we were in Florida, so that's also way different from, uh, from Denmark. But I think Denmark overall, it's such a good place to have kids. Um, like, for example, uh, if you know Bonnetjore and Aarhus... Um, it's like a playground outside. Oh, goats yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I think I took my son there, he was pretty small and uh, kids are like climbing on the roofs of the things and, and I'm just like, is that okay? Are they allowed to do that? <laughs> and, and yeah, they are. Kids can just climb. They can just play. Um, and I, I just feel like it's really safe here for them. Um, and also, you know, thinking about like my friends in the U.S. that have kids, their kids are going through, like, uh, like terrorist drills in school. Really? I mean, when I was a kid, we had hurricane drills. Yeah. Or um, for me, earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> under, under the
0: table. Yeah. Ours,
1: ours was, like, uh, yeah, earthquake, we'd have to, uh, hurricane, we were sitting on the table, kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll complete opposite of me. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's flooding, yeah. But I, but I hear that, like, a lot of the kids are doing, they do, like, active shooter drills or something like that in schools. And wow. I'm so happy that my son doesn't have to do any of that. Um, I just feel like that's horrible.
0: Yeah, to think about like someone's going to go on campus to start shooting yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember doing that either when I was.
1: I don't think it wasn't a thing. I think no. when we were younger, I think
0: shooting wasn't like a thing yet until I it started coming up, coming up the uh, school shootings when I was in high school a little bit. Yeah, but it maybe like it's because I'm from Los, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> where um, it's more common. Uh, yeah common more or less yeah but yeah that's terrorism now or more of the school shooting is it's a bit more serious now yeah so
1: yeah in that way i just i just feel like it's it's nice that my son's here it feels like denmark is safe and i know people talk about like i don't know ghettos and always or something but i just think like (laughs) you know south central in la
0: yeah (laughs) yeah when they say ghetto here i'm like it's a neighborhood. <laughs> we just have
1: a different idea. I'm like, yeah. well, that, that building looks nice. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> I
0: was like, it looks more suitable than the ones that I see at home. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, when I first uh, had my my kids here, I realized I never looked at playgrounds. Did you realize how high like the slides are here, or <laughs> how crazy playgrounds here are compared to the U.S., where they're very low and not as as dangerous i would say but i was just surprised because you just mentioned about a playground i was like even playgrounds here are completely different from what you would see in the u.s because you're so high here like in Duck it
1: i was just thinking that that big slide yeah that's like a bear or something yeah (laughs) i haven't even gone on that one with my son i don't know if he's gone on it by himself yet and he's seven
0: yeah (laughs) but i realized how Different, even like playground is here in in Denmark compared to the U.S. Uh, because it's like two or three story slides, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that would never happen in the in the U.S. I'd have some parent will probably sue and say it's like too dangerous for for the kids. Yeah, I just yeah, the
1: whole lack of suing here um, over stupid things. Um, yeah, that's like a big thing in the U.S. And that's something that's not here. If your kid falls down and hurts themselves, it's their fault. It's not. It's it's the sense of like common sense here. Yeah, um, and I like that the kids are learning that. Like, just don't do something stupid, and then blame someone else for it. Yeah, they're <laughs> like,
0: it's too high, the slide, yeah. and it's too dangerous for them. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, when what were your thoughts when you first arrived in your new home in uh, with your family? Right when you arrived in in Denmark.
1: Um, well, when we first got here, <laughs> we were staying at my ex's parents' apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of like ah, oh, as soon as we get our own place and get settled, and um, I was excited to be close to the city. I wanted to walk around, but I felt like I didn't know anything. Um, I just wanted to get out and meet people, figure out yeah, figure out like the next step or what to do, kind of because it kind of felt like you're start you're starting life over in some way. I didn't yeah. move specifically with a job, so I didn't have that to start into. Um, So I think that was just kind of my first thoughts. Just like it was really exciting, and I think there's always like a honeymoon phase when you move somewhere new. It's like so exciting; you see all the good things, and then after a little while, you're like, maybe you get frustrated or homesick or something like that. Um, And that there's that phase. Now I'm just kind of over that. Now I'm just living.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I consider it home now. Yeah, it's it's like everyday everyday life. I remember when I first came here, I had a rough uh, time actually at the grocery store, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, trying to buy you know or trying to buy house stuff because I'm not familiar with the place here. You know, I when I realized there wasn't a Target here that <laughs> um, I can just buy everything you know the nice um, vase or house stuff that they have in Target or any other uh, U.S. stores. Um, when did that sink in with you that it's like Wow, I'm not in the U.S. anymore, and this is a completely different like uh, country country for me.
1: I don't know. I also had a thing at the grocery store, but I kind of used it to learn the names of vegetables.
0: (laughs) Yeah, used as a learning learning curve. Yeah,
1: Um, I think some of it was hanging out with you know my ex's parents because they kept talking about like well this is what we this is how we do this and this is how we eat this food and this is how we do this and and eulophocos and things like that there's such a way that you're supposed to do everything yeah. and i'm not used to that i'm not i'm not used to we have of course have our own traditions and stuff but it's just um here it's more orderly in some way um yeah yeah and then also i think one of the first times you know, I just went for a walk by myself after moving here. I went to go get a coffee. And I didn't realize it, but I went to La Cabra in the, in the Latin Quarter. Oh, okay. It was like, I don't know, 40-something kroner for like a, ca- a cappuccino. Yeah. And I'm just calculating in my head. I'm like, that's, that's really expensive. <laughs> it's, it's like $8 or something, $6. Or yeah. Something, yeah. And I was just like, is it? I just felt like everything was so expensive. And that was a big shock that I'm not in, Yeah. Not in Florida, not in the U.S.
0: Yeah, um, just even like a bottle of soda here is just 25 kroner. And you're like, uh, that's before I also was calculating and then I would calculate, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, it's not 99 cents or (laughs) a dollar, a dollar 10. In California, a dollar 10 for the same soda. Here it's like $3. I was like, whoa. And also the eating out, um, yeah us is such an eating out culture and yeah and yeah. i had to get used to uh cooking every day <laughs> or uh <rubble>. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's one of the hardest words to say and it's a word that you use so much like at the bakery like can i have a maybe on my well, uh, what can i just get a dark bread please <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I, I like it, and now I'm used to that. And I like cooking, so that's okay, but it was finding ingredients to make something that I'd want to make. So, yeah. for example, if I was going to make a lasagna, I would use like Italian sausage from, yeah. you know, like how we have in the U.S., U.S. And Italian sausage. And um, like ricotta cheese and all this stuff. And here, they all use this boxed sauce, bechamel sauce. Yeah. And I had never used that before. And um, I couldn't find the right type of sausage I wanted to use. And and it's fine to not make, you know. It's fine to get used to that kind of stuff, doing something yeah. different. But it's just kind of, it's a little disappointing at first. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I guess you just adapt to like, okay, I guess this is how I'm gonna make it. For yeah. me, it was corn tortilla.
1: Oh yeah, I have a, I have a bag of the corn flour at home. Oh, okay, so yeah. you make
0: your own corn tortilla. <laughs> I just need
1: to press, so I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was very much like, I, I want to make some like tacos and i want to have corn tortilla of course yeah and uh, nope they don't have it actually just recently they have a corn tortilla and i bought it i was like oh i got excited is it those small ones yeah. but it's like a mix of
1: yeah. corn and flour yeah something. no yeah. It's,
0: it's not the same no i was not. so disappointed i was like i spent 30 kroner on nothing
1: <laughs> there's actually a there's actually a woman she's in like the american's facebook group she makes corn tortillas and sells them She's so. probably very
0: successful <laughs> i'll
1: give you I'll give you her information yeah later. <laughs> definitely
0: because I've been missing corn tortilla, and then I'm so lazy. I was like I, I thought about making my own and having it in storage, and I just haven't don't have the time to do it. Yeah. I was like okay, I'll just stick with the flour tortilla. They have the standard flour tortilla here,
1: yeah, that's a big that's the big thing or I don't know if you've gotten tacos out at some of these newer taco places. Sometimes they put barbecue sauce on it. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. It's like It's
1: like marinated in barbecue sauce, and I'm just like... You're
0: like, this is not Mexican. No.
1: <laughs> and there's one there's one place that sells, like, buffalo wings. Yeah. But the dipping sauce, you know, for me, it's, it's... not blue? It's blue cheese or ranch. That's what it should be. Yeah. This is, like, a cream cheese sauce that they made, but it's not... I was thinking with, like, creme fresque. Yeah, like no, that. even that would be okay, I guess, but, yeah... It's just there's something not right about it at yeah, all. Yeah, they're mixing
0: everything <laughs> that's not allowed.
1: Yeah, so we I guess we do have our own traditions. This should go with this. Yeah, but those are just natural to me. So here, yeah, moving true. here and being told how to eat foods, it's like, it's just yeah, it was a big change.
0: Yeah, when I first moved here with Rubel, uh, I remember I was like, okay. I learned it from my in-laws because I was uh, visiting a couple times before I moved here, and so when I got a job here, uh, we don't have ruble, and then uh, people are like, well, "Why are you putting that on?" I was like, uh, "Because I want to," but but that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. that 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 sauce remoulade is not supposed to be on top of your your uh, hamburger. I was like, uh, "Are there rules?" They're like, "Yes, there's rules." I'm like. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to make my sandwich. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you get the judgy eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like that should be part of like the citizenship test, you know? Just like to make like a <laughs> a proper rule book.
0: Yeah, I would probably fail that because I mix everything. Yeah.
1: I but you can't, like you're not bound by these yeah, rules. I yeah. I put hummus
0: on my rule book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely won't pass that with the whole traditions we were talking about it was i had a hard time adapting to um the coffee time how much coffee did i never used to drink so much coffee until i moved here and they're like okay coffee time i'm like What's coffee time? my like, coffee time is like morning. Like here is actually at 3 p.m. <laughs> and you get coffee and cake every day for yeah. 3 p.m. I like it. I like it now because now when I invite friends over, I'm like, oh, yeah, just come at 3. And they know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, in the US, it's like you don't really give anything. It's just like you kind of. I'd get a beer.
1: I would get yeah. a beer. <laughs> yeah,
0: that or it's. it's Craft beer. So not anything. not traditional. Or you just go out for. You meet, uh, meet someone. You meet for, out. Well, yeah, yeah, meet out versus the in home visiting. So I had to really get used to the inviting over at three o'clock and have um, coffee and cake or something sweet or bread yeah. to go with that.
1: I feel like as a, a, more of an adult that way, like yeah, I feel like that's something I grew up. <laughs> maybe like our parents would do and have friends over for coffee. But I feel like I'm I'm kind of like rude in those situations because I'm not really a cake person. I like salty stuff. Yeah. So I never really want any of these cakes. And when I worked, they always had, it was like Friday cake day yeah. and all this. And, but I just didn't want it. And they just think it's the... Oh, you're a dieting. You're like, no, I just don't. I'm just not a fan of Danish cakes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I didn't grow up with them, so it's not my thing. No,
0: you're like, I would rather have like salty yeah. chips or or something, something better. There. Yeah. <laughs> um. Since we're uh, we got a little sidetrack off. <laughs> yeah. Food and ruble. <laughs> 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 I can't even say it right though. Yeah. Ruble. Ruble. Uh. Since we're talking about like adapting to Denmark, uh, how long did it take you uh, to finally th- know that? The ho- Denmark is finally my home, and you felt when you go home to Florida or you know visit Boston that you're a tourist, and then Denmark's home for you.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's like one point; it's a transition, um, yeah. like a whole process. Because there's times when I'm gone back and I miss things, but then I know I have to come home again to Denmark. But um, I think in the beginning, um, after the whole honeymoon phase here. Um, my my ex and I, like, we got divorced. Yeah. And so after that, it was just kind of like, well, I'm staying in Denmark, my son's here, his life is here. And so around that time, I kind of ended up going back to school. And just more and more, I had more of, like, a group of friends here, Mm -hmm. and I just felt more settled. And I also kind of made this decision, like, well, I'm going to live here and have a good life and, you know. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, and I'm getting more education, so hopefully that leads to better employment and all that stuff. And yeah. I just I felt like I was just kind of like slowly settling in more and more. And then every time I go back to the US, um it's just it's a little bit more different. And then I'm yeah. and each time I think I'm a little bit happier to come back. Where at the beginning maybe I wasn't as excited to come back. Yeah. <laughs> um and now I feel very settled. I feel like this is my home. And I used to move around a lot within the US and even getting apartments here and stuff. But I feel I feel pretty settled now. So I don't know. And I don't know exactly when it happened. But sometime in the last couple of years between starting school and having yeah. like a group of friends here that are mostly Danish with a few other internationals. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I I also in the beginning would go back to the U, uh, Los Angeles and go like, oh, man. Like, I don't really want to go back to the cold or I don't want to go back. But now when I went to, it was, I know mine because I was having a meeting with uh, my old boss and I just got back from the U.S. It was like 2017 or something like that. And... Uh, I just got back from the US and I was like so annoyed. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's like so annoying to go back to the US." He's like, "You're finally settled." I was <laughs> like, "Huh, I never thought about that way." He's like, "Now you can call Denmark your home because now you're happy to be here versus like moving back and forth. You traveled so much back to Los Angeles, you know, two or three times a year. I I was traveling back and forth and this time I was like, "I don't have, I don't want to go back for like another two years because I was kind of I was not done, but I was just kind of frustrated with the traffic, with the, um, not, my friend, we've my my friends still stayed the same, but it's just we we all have different lives. I think now it's like they have their kids, and um, we can't uh, just go out randomly for dinner yeah. or anything anymore. It's, it has to be scheduled with the kids, uh, without the kids after the kids are sleeping. So it's, it was more not like an it's not an easy like let's just get up and have dinner together. It's like okay, yeah. wait, well, we have to wait till the kids go to sleep, and I have to get a babysitter for yeah. them. So. It, It wasn't so easy, so I think after that, it's just like, man, it wasn't like it used to be, but also the traffic in Los Angeles (laughs) was just annoying me. I'd sit there for four hours just to get across, you know, from Los Angeles back to my house because I was staying at my parents' house.
1: Yeah, and L.A. has notoriously bad... Oh, it's It's getting worse and worse
0: and worse. I feel like every time I go back, it's like an hour, another hour is like put on to my travel. I'm like, I just live. Seriously, if there's no traffic, it's 30 minutes away. Yeah, But with the traffic, it's, and they keep expanding the freeways too. It's like seven lanes now. (laughs) And every time I'm like, okay, once they add eight, it's going to be more smooth. But more and more people are moving there. So it's just like.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One thing that I guess kind of stood out. So um, this last Christmas, mm-hmm. just before all the corona stuff happened. Yeah. So my boyfriend and I, we went to back to Florida for a week to visit my mom and my uncle and show them where I grew up. And we just had to drive everywhere. It was yeah. like, okay, we drove down to the beach, and then we drove over to my old neighbor's house, and then we drove to my friend's house, and then we drove to this restaurant, and then I wanted to show him something over here, so we stopped here. And he kept commenting, like, it's just the highways kind of go through the cities and the... And there's so much driving and so many cars, and and I knew I knew that, but I kind of didn't think of it. I just felt like that's just how it is. Yeah. But this was one of the first times where I felt like, yeah, you're right. This is
0: it doesn't make sense. A lot of cars. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and so I guess I was having, I was, you know, if you're defending something, but you realize is not maybe the best way anymore because you have something else. And yeah, that's how it felt. Um, just like, yeah, well, we have all these cars. At first, at first, it's like, yeah, it's positive. But then, like, well, actually, you're right. It's really annoying. Uh, if we had good public transportation, we could just hop on the train and go up and down yeah. the, the coast instead of everyone driving their truck or their car or whatever. And so that was one, yeah, that was one thing. When that was pretty, pretty recent, almost less than a year ago.
0: Yeah, my husband's also the same. He's like, you drive everywhere, but you can't get anywhere because there's so much traffic. <laughs> so he gets really frustrated uh, that just to get to my friend's house across town, it, it takes like 30 minutes to one hour. And it, it, one thing that we always get in arguments about is, okay, how long are we going to get there? I was like, um, it could be 10 minutes. It could be one hour. Yeah. He's like, why don't you know the time? How length-? I was like, it's because of traffic. He's like, everything's traffic here. I'm like basically <laughs> so it was always not an argument but he's like well, i don't understand why you can't tell me a time what time we're going to be there <laughs> i'm like because it varies on traffic and you know how we're going to get there which route i'm going to take if i want to skip traffic so that was one thing he's just like man you guys are in cars all the time it's like you live in a car yeah I was like it's like normal to me when i go when i go back to los angeles i'm Like, everything just goes back to normal. Like, it's the way it is. Do
1: you also go to, like, when I go back to Florida, it's like, I'm going to stop by Starbucks, get my breakfast wrap. uh.
0: (laughs) I have a list of restaurants. Shame. (laughs) I have a list of restaurants that I want to go to. Yeah, I do, too.
1: I do, too. And it's not even anything fancy. No, It's usually really weird stuff that I'm, like... Oh, but this place, yeah, <laughs> this place has the best like uh, jalapeno poppers. So yeah. we've got to get those or <laughs> <Yeah>. something.
0: <laughs> that's that's how uh, we are or I am. I have a list of places and especially I'm messaging some of my friends. I'm like, okay, we're going here. We're going here. We're going here. It's like Korean barbecue or they have like they come up with some, you know, in the US they come up with the weirdest restaurants. Yeah, there's all fusions. That's yeah, it's all, all fusion. So they came up with this new restaurant and it's a hot Cheeto. <laughs> restaurant. Hot Cheetos? Yeah. So <laughs> they made everything with hot Cheetos and I know it's it's so American. I was like, we're going there. Yeah. It's like why? I'm because I want to try that hot Cheeto donut they have. Or something <laughs> random. Yeah. And they're like, only you. I'm like, yes, because I don't get th- that here and I want to try it and it always ends up to be like either really good or a disaster. Okay. <laughs> I have yeah. to say
2: I have to say that, that the impulse <laughs> hasn't died on her yet.
0: No. <laughs> if I
2: drive with her together here, she's goes like <laughs>
0: McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't eat McDonald's when I'm in uh, yeah. the U.S. But for I'm, a, some I'm like
1: a Chick Fil A fan. It's just oh, yeah. not the politics about the company, but like oh, I just love their chicken sandwiches. Yeah, their chicken sandwich <laughs> is very,
0: very the good. The breakfast,
2: yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Fast food breakfasts in the U.S. are way better than yeah Denmark. I'll say uh, that. We we had <laughs> we
0: had uh, last week. <laughs> I dragged them to McDonald's, and we had a <laughs> um, egg McMuffin or yeah. a sausage McMuffin. They put ketchup and bacon on it. Was it on a muffin? Um, no, it was the the biscuit the, bis- the uh, oh, like the biscuit bread. The bis- okay. biscuit bread, but they put ketchup in it. Yeah, I was like, why? Why do you, they put ketchup in it? I don't, maybe it's a Danish thing. I'm happy it wasn't brimalel. It yeah. took
2: her okay. like twenty minutes to kind of
0: go through the trauma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was tra- I was traumatized. I was like, who puts ketchup in a sausage muffin? Yeah,
1: but it's like we have these, uh, uh, you know. It's expectations because this is what we know from growing up yeah. in our lives. And so suddenly something, one of these little things is different. And it's like, it, it, it feels like you a big off. deal, but it's, and it's not, it's not a big deal. We How get, we get over they. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, they, yeah. it
0: throws you off a little bit. Like he saw me staring at my sandwich. I was like, "There's ketchup on it. Yeah. Like, Are you going to eat it or not? I was like, yes, I'm going to eat it, but I just need to. Let The shock come because I haven't had a breakfast sandwich or from McDonald's here in Denmark for a long time, so that's shocking of having a ketchup Liar. on it. No, I haven't. I hey, listen, we
2: have like we ordered extra burgers a week before, yeah, that's true. Like, so <laughs> 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 that's
0: true. I know McDonald's, it, well, it, it gets me here.
1: So, when we first moved to Denmark, and I mean, like, we got off the airplane at yeah. the Copenhagen airport, we literally just moved here, and and yeah, my ex was like, "Hey, there's a there's a Starbucks. Look, you can get your iced coffee." Thinking, you know, like, oh, it's gonna be just like home, oh, you know, yeah. a little, and and of course, I fucked it up, like, it yeah. just, and it just wasn't the same. And it was like there was just like one ice cube in it, and it it was just not the same at all. Yeah, and I was just standing there with this weird cold coffee <laughs> thing in my hands, and I was like. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what is this? Guess we're gonna start making our own iced coffee, and yeah. I do. I make my own ice coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you just
0: learn to just do things on your on your own here. Yeah,
1: like like our tortillas. Yeah, yeah. We make our own tortillas, tortillas own ice yeah. coffee,
0: or uh, Mexican food. I've learned to make really yeah. good Mexican food now <laughs> because I'm like I'm done with the white cheeses and uh, weird uh, Mexican food here. It's getting better. Yeah.
1: um oh, I found a place near my apartment, and they sell. Um, you can get refried beans.
0: Whoa, Um, that's a shocker. Yeah. (laughs) A hot sauce is actually getting bigger and bigger here.
1: Yeah. Besides ketchup. I (laughs) do have an assortment of hot sauces that I've been able to get here that are good varieties. Yeah. That was a big thing.
0: (laughs) Are you like me where when you go home, your your suitcase is empty when you go back to the U.S.? And then when you're going back to Denmark, you can barely make the weight.
1: (laughs) I I pack all my stuff in a little suitcase and then I put it inside of a big suitcase. So the big one's empty. Yeah. And then I fill it up because between I also buy my son clothes and I buy certain certain ingredients or something like um, seasonings and Mm -hmm. groceries and just random stuff
0: Um, that you would never get here. But I just
1: wouldn't get here. Yeah.
0: Like peanut butter for me. I always come with those two things of <laughs> like peanut butter because they never have Jif here. I or bring like Gip, Skippy,
1: like clamato juice to make Micheladas. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> they don't have that here. The, the, the same yeah. tomato juice doesn't. It's not the same here. No, you need the you
1: need the clamato. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or even Bloody Marys. They don't have it.
1: Bloody Mary. Yeah. And a good dirty martini with like the blue cheese olives. I don't yeah. know if you're a fan of that. I'm now, a big fan of that. And I haven't found I haven't found a good dirty martini here.
0: No, I would you have, have to, make to your open own. a bar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you serve micheladas and bloody marys, I and used to run bars <laughs> in England
2: with micheladas and dirty martinis uh. with the blue cheese, <laughs> and do great bloody marys. Not the ones that she showed me in the picture with Uh-oh. a burger on top. But yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the crazy bloody marys where they actually put food on top yeah. of it. I was showing him the other day. I was like, "This is a bloody mary." He's like, "No, that's food."
1: <laughs> oh, I read, yeah. There's so, so many good places in the U.S. I can think of yeah. to get, <laughs> like, just reminiscing now. Like, this one time in Las Vegas.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, Las Vegas. Went
1: to, a, like, a place that specializes. They have a Bloody Mary cart. They push around, and you pick what you want in it. Oh, so good.
0: It's like you make your own Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, like, one thing that was really difficult for me when I moved to Denmark. It's, like... I don't get the same things (laughs) so you kind of have to just kind of change the way of your thinking and it's the only way to cope living here and now it's like everything here is normal normal not normal but still things shock me but
1: i think there's always things we'll miss um and that we're super happy about when we go back Mm -hmm. but yeah i think it's just being open-minded here like of course you're not gonna have everything you have at home that's fine it just makes that Bloody Mary taste even better when you are yeah,
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And you enjoy more things when you're at home. Yeah. My my friends are like, you're always so hungry when you're here. I'm like, because I don't have any of these things here, so I expect to gain a little weight when I'm home. Yeah. And I I, I I I can deal with it because here in Denmark it's so like meat and potato. Or if I make something, it's so standard. Like at home, I'm not going to get beef million. <laughs> so yeah i just i i splurge when i'm uh, even shopping i splurge and eating i splurge when i'm in the u.s um what is the biggest thing that you had to adapt to while living in denmark was it the public transportation clothing uh was it easy or difficult to change the way you're living especially moving here with your with your family
1: um i don't know i think one of the first things was like yeah biking um there's bikes everywhere yeah so it's like you're going across the street just walking around and there's bikes and <laughs> um and but I was really excited to do that I started with like a regular bike with my son on the back and then he got kind of too big for that and I got an electric cargo bike yeah and I felt so cool in that like <laughs> there's a motorcycle pulls up next to me and I'm like <laughs> on my bike and yeah it's really fun um that was one thing just biking everywhere um i think you mentioned earlier about the rain and and going out in the rain um and yeah like i said when we first moved here it was just constantly raining we had to get out of the apartment and i just i asked my my ex-in-law's like what should i what should i buy so we can go outside and <laughs> so i just bought my son these full rain outfits yeah. and the rain boots and then the, it's fine we we could be inside or outside didn't matter so kind of not letting the weather get in the way yeah um, and you can't
0: here in Denmark or you'll never do anything.
1: And and that's kind of what we heard a lot cuz I guess there's a lot there's a lot of like foreigners that come to Denmark and they just want to stay inside when it's bad weather out but you, you can't yeah you can't do that. No. <laughs> and I think the kids love going out in the rain yeah. actually. Um I think it's some kind of exciting for them.
0: Yeah, my daughter, every time she sees um, a water puddle, puddle. Yeah. I was like, do you have the right cl-? Okay, yeah, you're fine. You have the right clothes on. <laughs>
1: yeah. The difference here is that I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, my my mom would send me out to play in the rain. But this was in Florida, and it's really warm. Warm, yeah. So you could be out in a bathing suit, and you're warm, and it's raining. And, and here, it's just cold.
0: <laughs> it's just <laughs> cold, and yeah. your fingers are like icicle. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my daughter, I would she would play outside, and then I'd feel her fingers. I was like, Oh, my gosh, they're, like, blue. <laughs> Not literally, but they're, yeah. like, so cold. It's like, no, I'm fine. They don't
1: notice. Kids no, they don't. They, they don't, don't notice it. No. My son runs around without a jacket on sometimes, and I'm in, like, full winter gear. And... Uh, like, are you sure you're not cold? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm really cold. I feel like I'm cold for both of us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I think that's a constant question for me, for my daughter every morning. I want to take my jacket off. No, you have to keep it on. I'm hot. I'm like, it's freezing. No, I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a battle for with clothing because when you go to California, she can just go out in, you know, shorts and tank top. And the winter clothes is a sweater. Yeah. Um, and maybe socks, maybe.
1: It was the same in Florida and he was, he was a baby at that point, but it was just, it was worried, it was more worrying about, is he too hot yeah. in Florida? And I had a little fan you could attach to the, <laughs> you know, the stroller. I never even had one of these big Danish prams yeah. because you don't use that. And I've never seen it really in the U.S.
0: No, I've never seen it till I came here.
1: I have one of these kind of like city stroller mm-hmm. ones, um, and it was just always a concern, like, is he too hot? And then here, it's the opposite, like, putting on so many clothes. Like, really, we just want to go out to the playground, but we need a hat and the gloves and a sweater and a jacket yeah. and some rain pants and some boots and some... I don't know. It's like exhausting getting dressed. <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> the good thing is that when they fo- fall fall down, yeah. they kind of like bounce point. <laughs> yeah, they're so, so covered
1: up. <laughs> <They're Yeah>. Inflated.
0: <laughs> did your son, uh, did you let your son sleep outside or was he was he too big at that time?
1: He was kind of too big at that time. I think when he started going to Vogelstuh here, I think he was doing that. I'm all for it. I think yeah. that it's fine. And um, I think, yeah, I, I think that it, I think that it's healthy for them. It's nice to sleep when it's cold air. I mean, I also enjoy that when it's sleeping when it's yeah. cold air and warm blankets. Um, but yeah, he was a little bit too old where I was leaving him out in a mm-hmm. pram or anything like that. Also,
0: you probably lived in an apartment. Yeah, and it wasn't really well. Some people actually, some parents still keep their uh, babies outside, like down down yeah. in the street. And that's also,
1: also a lot of apartments in all they have like um, a courtyard on mm-hmm. the inside. Which is kind of away from you know, the main street. Just people walking by, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of parents leave the the babies in there with um, like a little the baby alarm, baby alarm, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that's why I have a uh, one year old, so he still sleeps outside. Yeah. So, but we put him in, in in the backyard. But my mom flipped when she found out that really, so yeah. She was just like, "Why are you doing?" I'm like, "What? Letting him sleep outside? Is that allowed?" I'm like, uh, "Yes, <laughs> it's uh, totally legal." Uh, it was a constant battle. But I remember a case,
2: a case that uh,
0: uh, in the U.S. in the U.S. Yeah. someone
2: got arrested in New York. It was New York. I remember yeah. that yeah. also. A
0: Danish yeah. uh, family
2: got arrested for keeping the kid mm-hmm. outside.
0: That's yeah, it's crazy. I, um, when I lived in the U.S., I also thought that was crazy. But I moved here. I was like, oh, it's normal actually.
1: <laughs> I guess <laughs> I I don't know. I I didn't see it as being like normal or not normal. I just I just am like. Sounds like a good idea if it's safe, but the U.S. doesn't have the culture for it, No, nope. so maybe no. it's not so safe. And the,
0: like people are always worried about kidnapping or yeah. stealing.
2: Yeah, look at what I found. A child who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was like, sleeping outside of a restaurant. <laughs>
0: yeah, that
1: was easy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you think I can get $50 for it? <laughs>
1: but, you know, I've also heard of a story where I think some you know kid in the U.S. walked home from school. Maybe they were like 10 or 11. And um, I think their parents weren't home yet, so they were just playing out in the backyard, the garden, we'd say, yeah, um, until the parents came up. And someone called the police, like, child services on them. And I just think, like, it's just a kid in their own yard yeah. playing.
0: It's,
1: it's and it's not a little kid that's sitting yeah. there crying. It's a, you know, it was a kid that seemed old enough to, okay, they can be outside playing for an hour. Yeah,
0: till the parents and came home. And I don't think home. that
1: would really be an
0: issue here. No. Um I, there's well, you never there's
2: know because h- there, that, that depends more of the kind of people than actually the place. Because there is some people here that can call the commune and say, "Hey, you know, he's living with her boyfriend." You yeah. know, she's living with her boyfriend. Uh, you know, there is that kind of people too.
1: The Karens,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah <exactly laughs> the Karens, Karens. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But here, I, it, they're so relaxed here. Like um, kids under ten, like you're taking public transportation. Yeah. So I wasn't even go- allowed to go on a public bus <laughs> at that age. Yeah, uh, I was walking home, but with friends, never, never alone or yeah. anything like that. I took
1: like the school bus home, yeah. so it brought me to my own neighborhood. And then I think when I was around nine, that I could start coming home after school alone. Yeah, but it was like a really big deal. And but even then, it wasn't even walking; it was still just from the bus stop. But my my boyfriend he has uh, two daughters. They're. Um, Six and nine. Yeah. And their school's pretty close to our apartment, and the nine-year-old started to walk home from school. Okay. Alone. Um, And there's, like, certain rules she has to call and tell her dad, I'm going to walk home from school now. Yeah. And he works almost next door to the school, so he's, we're all close to it, and I am often, because I'm studying, I have a couple days off during the week where I can work from home, kind of. And uh, so often I'm home, but sometimes I'm not, but... She loves it. She feels so independent, and I think that it's totally fine. She, I think that I think that when kids are kind of having having to be responsible, they do step up in that way. Yeah. Um, but I I just think that maybe that's not really as possible in the US anymore i don't i don't know i don't know how it is yeah i
0: haven't i haven't i didn't have my kids in the US and i haven't raised them there so yeah. i don't even i wouldn't even know the culture if i probably moved home with my family i think i would have a lots of culture shocks and yeah. a lot of issues or i wouldn't be liking it because i've lived here for so long and raising my kids here that I would have some issues raising kids in in the U.S., especially Los Angeles. Yeah.
2: But there might be be a lot of changes that are linked with just that the the world has changed. Because, for instance, I grew up and we all play in the street. Yeah. Now I go back thinking, oh, well, yeah, the kids play in the street over there. No, they don't anymore. They're on the iPad or playing computer games.
1: Yeah, and that's a very international thing.
0: They're all on iPads. (laughs) Yeah, iPads. I I always wonder, I was like, what was I doing? Yeah, Colour, pen and uh, pen and paper or I had a Game and Boy and <laughs> it was yeah like that too and and <laughs> yeah. I I was that trying too. to break
2: into abandoned properties
0: <laughs> or that <laughs> Um, what was the biggest culture shock you had when you moved to uh, Denmark? I had many, and but I feel like I didn't get, uh, I don't get shock as mo- anymore. Um, the longer I live here, my fr- I remember my first culture shock is when I first came here to visit uh, my boyfriend, uh, now husband, um, and I was staying with his family, and we were watching TV. We were watching TV, and all of a sudden I see you know, three men on TV and all of a sudden they just start taking their clothes off and then (laughs) jumping in, in the water. And then they're just standing there naked. And I was like, um, uh, I was like, it was really weird to me because, you know, they don't show all everything in, in the Uh, U S. So I was, I was so shocked. I was like, um, I feel so, like, childish because I'm like, because ah. <laughs> it wasn't common to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, I see um, private parts. Yeah. So that was a huge culture shock. To me, now it's normal, but it's funny. As my friends come over, to are like, uh, do you know there's a naked man on your TV? I was like, yeah, it's normal here. Yeah, don't mind the dick. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. it. It's normal.
1: Yeah.
0: Or even <laughs> I took my mom uh, to the swimming hall. And so... My mom is from the Philippines, so it's like a no no to be naked. Uh. At all. Yeah, it's even like weird. That's like a double culture shock. Yeah, it's have, a double then. culture yeah. shock. So for her, I took her to. the... For me, I didn't. I forgot about naked women. So I took her to, <laughs> to the um, to the swimming hall because she wanted to see my daughter swim. I was like, okay, let's go. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the women were taking off their clothes, and she was like there, like in the corner, like uh, uh, like totally frantic. I was like, mom, what's wrong? She's like, they're naked. I was like. Oh yeah it's it's normal here and she was like sweating and it was <laughs> it was really weird for my mom to see naked uh women just kind of you know talking casually yeah. talking to each other naked and to her it was just like you're never taking me there again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like that because I've talked to some friends about, you know, when they're young and they're in school and they have to take these showers and stuff together. And we never had to do these kinds no. of group showers. Like no. I, I was on the soccer team in high school and we would all change and stuff. But it was it wasn't as open as it is here. And I just think it's really nice for kids to see what actual. Bodies look like, yeah, um, and not
0: like be like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I me, mean,
1: <I'm> <laughs> but I had I had a really similar thing because we um, went to the beach near Den Permanente, like okay. when we first moved here, and uh, and some guy was swimming naked and he gets out of the water and walks up and towels <laughs> off, and no one looked, and I was just like. <laughs> I'm the only one that saw that like, it's Nikki I, peak. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was like uh, I was like okay that's fine and um, before I moved here I was visiting over Christmas and yeah. it was New Year's and my ex's parents took us to also to Den Permanente and they do this big New Year's Naked, jump in the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually thought about
0: doing it. They also do it in violet. And I was like, maybe I should start the new year with a bang and do it. I was like, hmm. And, do,
1: and I, I didn't know. I guess I didn't know what was going to happen. And we we're just standing at the beach. We're dressed because we weren't really participating. And I don't think I could handle the cold water. Um, and then suddenly everyone strips down. <laughs> I've never seen so many, like, white, naked people <laughs> all at one time uh, jump in the water. I think that was one of the biggest things, like... <laughs>
0: yeah so you saw him live i saw him on tv yeah
1: but it was like the combination of them there was like two parts to this it was like the first shock was that they all got naked and the second one they all got in the cold water because in florida the water is like bathtub. the water in the winter is the same as like the summertime here so and i don't usually swim in the winter in florida yeah it's too cold (laughs) why would
0: you the same the same in the uh, los angeles yes
2: I have to. I have to squeeze a story here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, cannot well, squeeze. Yes, I was. 10 do minutes. you do you know Cesar <laughs> Milan? Yeah, The dog yeah, whisperer. The dog right. Okay, so I was in. I was running a food uh, farmers market in London, in Waterloo, and Cesar Milan appears, and yeah. I'm like, "Why well, you the go- dog whisperer?" So he's going around with some fans, and he said, "Like, oh, show me." We go out. Because he want to get away from all these old ladies that are kind of like, and he said to me, you know, show me the market, give me some food tips. And we are there. And in London, there is a a naked bicycle ride that (laughs) happens once a year with like 4,000 people naked biking around. Yeah, and we are there and they got into a traffic jam oh. and suddenly the market got flooded with all these people that was waiting naked <laughs> and he's going like Sounds so funny. what uh, is going on <laughs> and we do things like that here so yes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: typical Tuesday I
2: think,
0: yeah. That's, I think it's a European thing too because I remember when I was backpacking um, when I was younger and we would be in Spain or Italy and everyone's just naked and we're like whoa like it's just like a normal thing here to just the b- body body is just normal way of seeing it it's versus what you have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> versus in the u.s it's like uh-uh you can't show like any like a butt was barely shown now on tv yeah. like if, if someone's butt is shown that's about it but if it's anything else it's like rated uh x
1: yeah <laughs> but then there's all these issues where some some people have issues with like breastfeeding in public yeah. and i just that's so stupid that's ridiculous i yeah.
0: think after having um, uh, my kids i was just like i don't care i'm like they need no, to you everywhere. want a screaming baby <laughs> um if you want to hear a screaming baby like i'm sorry i'm gonna feed him right here in the middle of the store or something just because he need or he or she needs to eat now yeah and i, I don't want to have a, a screaming baby <laughs> so i, I I feel like these things are like normal way of life. Like now, when I go to go swimming, I'm like okay, or just shower, and like I'm not like. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think I'm more, much more
1: open. Yeah, I I would go topless on the beach here, but I wouldn't do that in Florida. I mean, that would be that would be weird there, but it shouldn't be. Uh,
0: Yeah, but there are some places though in the U.S. that's called nudist colony. You can (laughs) if you're pre warned. (laughs) Well, um enough about nudity. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh Thanksgiving. I know it's uh, Thanksgiving uh this month. Um do you do you celebrate do you plan to celebrate it do you celebrate it here in Denmark? Um I've celebrated it so
1: the last two years I've had Thanksgiving. Um and okay. one year I actually I was on a business trip for work, so I took the next week off and I, Actually, got to spend it with my family one year. Yeah. Um, so since I've done it here, I had one where it was with um, my son and invited friends over and their kids. Last year, my boyfriend and I had it without kids. Yeah. And that was really fun because it was just lots of drinking and lots yeah. of food and everything. So it's like a friendsgiving. Friendsgiving, yeah. yeah. And I made all the traditional stuff. Um, I how did you find them? I found a turkey at Bilka. Stuffing. Um, stuffing I made my own. Okay. And I used Medista to make like a sausage stuffing. Okay. So Ooh. Medista posa was, yeah. was okay because I couldn't use Italian. Yeah. I didn't Italian, have the American yeah. Italian sausage I would normally use. Um, so I made my own stuffing and then I made my own, um, what's it called, like the green bean casserole. Yeah, and I made okay. them like mus- cream and mushroom stuff, like actually chop up did mushrooms. Fi- oh,
0: okay, I was like, did you find cream and mushrooms? <laughs> no,
1: I do it I do it all from scratch. Okay,
0: did yeah. And then
1: for the onions on top, I use rostaloy.
0: Yeah, rostaloy, I use that too. <laughs>
1: um, and then one of my friends, she's Danish, but she made apple pie for dessert. So that was so nice. And um, it was just so fun. And I think that like everyone that came, because they were all mostly Danish and a couple other internationals, um, I think like two other British and a Romanian and the rest Danish. Yeah. And uh, everyone was so excited for Thanksgiving. Like they kept asking, Are you gonna have it this year? Yeah. Can we come? And I think they just see it in movies. Yeah. And for it's like such a big thing. So I made everything look exactly, like the movie yeah. with the turkey. And it turned into just like we ate everything and got to snack on it later and just drank the whole time. Yeah. And it was just it was just really fun. And I wanna do it again this year, except the corona stuff yeah and i don't i don't know so i might still do it but yeah i
0: was also thinking of doing it and as soon as i actually said it to some of my friends they're like yeah thanksgiving i was like most is like known to the world i think it's because of the movie. i think so too and it's um yeah and, and also i've been noticing in, in bilka or any the stores here they start selling the like the you know the pumpkin pumpkin parade oh do they have it yeah, yeah i found it a few times i found
1: cranberries there and that's where i got the turkey at bilka okay um and it wasn't it wasn't crazy expensive like i expected if i went yeah. to a butcher and asked. how for big one, was
0: it you can't get the big ones like the U.S. No, it fit in my
1: oven here, okay, and it was good. actually a good amount. Um, but what I really want from the U.S. is those stupid little pop-up timers that you can put in the oh, turkey. yeah. <laughs> that's what I really want, and I, I keep always forgetting to buy some of those when, when you I go get back. There.
0: But they don't have it. it they, they do have it um, if you look for it, but they don't have it out. Like, during November, it's, like, all out. So yeah. It's, like, you know when to get it. Yeah, and you can see everything. But,
1: um, but, yeah, I would like to do it again. It's just maybe the Corona stuff. Yeah to not have so many people meet and yeah.
0: Yeah. Um is is this time for me I get really homesick during this time mm. like October, November, December. Actually like Christmas here versus in, in the US, but it's during this the same um homesickness I get. Do you do you feel experience that the homesickness during uh, our holiday season which is Thanksgiving because of the whole Thanksgiving dinner with the family?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's just like other years, I would be cooking with my sisters. I have three sisters yeah. all over the U.S. and Arizona and, and in L.A., actually. Um, and, yeah, we would be cooking together and just drinking wow. while we're cooking. Yeah. And that That's would the be fun a thing. Part. Yeah. So now it's my boyfriend and friends. Yeah. And it's still fun, but there's things I miss. And I think this year is a little bit worse because of the corona stuff. Yeah. So even if we wanted to travel and see yeah. each other, we kind of couldn't. Yeah. Um, the Christmas thing—it's a—I uh, miss waking up for Christmas morning, and being yeah. excited, and I think that's the biggest thing about Christmas. Other yeah. than that, I'm okay with it here. Yeah, um, me too.
0: I I actually like the tradition here. Um, the the Christmas Eve and what they eat. Yeah. But I miss the Christmas morning so much, where the opening in the presents and Santa coming in the morning.
1: Yeah, and um, also. Uh, I feel like by the time kids open presents on Christmas Eve, it's so late and they're so tired and they can't play with them and they're getting cranky and it's just – it's like in the morning they have all the energy. But actually my family were – We're not really religious, but we're we're Jewish. Yeah. But I don't really celebrate any of that here. It's, okay. It's normally I would just light candles or something, but I don't even do that because I feel like I'm just the only one. And it's yeah. hard to be the, so you the get cheerleader both. for that. Yeah, we you do a little of everything.
0: Yeah. So you're like my best friend back home. She gets both. <laughs> I was like, You are so lucky you get the eight presents and the Christmas morning.
1: Yeah. But now it's like uh between my son and my boyfriend's daughters, I'm not gonna buy presents for eight nights for yeah. the kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: you, do you do, do the Sundays, toothbrush. though? Do you do the Sundays where they get the present in the Sunday I know here... The advent done, calendar? Yeah, though? the advent calendar. Um, I haven't done it
1: before, but my boyfriend's been pushing for it. So we're going to do that because... We're gonna get stuff they can all use together. Markers, yeah, and create it like a uh, creative stuff. Okay, make and, make
0: it yourself then. Or, yeah,
1: well, that kind of thing, but also just like one present for all three of the kids that they can open and use all together. Okay, a charger for the PlayStation controllers because oh, they okay, really was smart that. <laughs> Okay, like that's that. smart.
0: I might I might take up that tradition because right now we're like we bought the calendar and then we're doing the four gifts or the yeah four gifts the, four the, gifts, yeah, the Sundays. Four Sundays, so yeah. Uh, I might take that up, because I'm like, oh, that's a lot of presents, and then Christmas Eve, and then, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I think it's harder to push your own traditions when you're surrounded with others. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would be really hard. I, I've been saying that one year I want to do the Christmas morning thing. Yeah. But I think that would just... Hard because the kids have gotten so used to the yeah. Danish way, and I
0: do it when I'm home. So I I spent uh, yeah. Christmas last year home, and I was like, okay, we get to do Christmas morning here. So I just do that tradition when we're at home. Yeah, so they can get both. Yeah. So yeah. Um, can you see yourself staying here or one day moving back to the US?
1: I think I'm here for the long term. Um, because yeah, my boyfriend and I are here, and because his. Kids are here, they're all yeah. Danish, and my son's here, and this is his home. His dad's here and grandparents and all that. But I think it would be really cool if we could somehow travel back and forth more when we get older. Yeah. But for now, it's just about life here, school and work and the kids stuff. Okay.
0: So. That's great. Well, thank you for uh, joining me on this. Uh, we're running out of time, so luckily <laughs> I did my butt in the morning. Yeah. But adapting to a new country is fun and difficult at the same time. It takes courage for any family to get up and move to a whole new country. One way I learned to adapt is to take things slow and not accept uh, that the same the same thing is going to be at home. If you expect something, everything is um, going to be the same. You'll um, Much harder to actually adapt to the country. Thank you so much, Ruth, for joining me uh, for this topic, uh, this show, and this show. Um, If you'd like to add anything else, you can. (laughs) But we're running out of time and (laughs) the music is coming. Thank you all for listening to the show. Please visit my website or any social media pages. Subscribe and like. And also feel free to send me topics or ideas that you would like to cover. Until next week, everyone. Bye!